Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Geekening Podcast. My name is Will, or Iron Crow, depending on who you ask. And tonight, we have a very special guest. Please introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Haley, Haley Whipjack. Uh, that's what people call me. You might know me from TikTok or podcasts, YouTube, maybe. I'm everywhere. <laughs> nice. Nice. So you mentioned TikTok. How did you get your start on TikTok? Because that's where I found you. Sure. Um, well, the, pandem- the, the pandemic was rough for everybody. Well, yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Great way to start off. You know, nice casualties. Kind of rough. It was, I think it was rough for everybody. And I yeah. think a lot of people joined TikTok because of, uh, what else were you going to do? You know? Yeah. Um, I was not a TikTok early adopter. I, I joined TikTok July of 2020. Mm. Uh, so I was kind of late to the party, honestly. Um, and I used to be one of those people that was like, I don't need to use this TikTok. That's for children and dancing. And then, you know, 2020 was hard. <laughs> so I wanted to watch the people dancing. <laughs> um, you know, and then I, I found my footing. I realized the other things that people did there and um yeah. yeah pretty soon after i started making my own uh content nice and correct me if i'm wrong uh but uh siren's cove that's one of Sirens your things cove. yeah yes. I-, I love it I-, I love the wholesome vibes it gives off honestly yes that was my uh I don't think you can call anything on TikTok a big break, but if you could, that would have been my TikTok big right. break. Uh, I gained, when I started Sirens Cove, I think I gained 50,000 followers in a week. Wow. It was um, terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually very scary. <laughs> I was getting followed by like my idols in the space and yeah trying to figure out how to set up a little backdrop in my bedroom and it worked it worked clearly was i terrified yeah (laughs) i I get that terrifying feeling too because i got that way when i had my very first audio interview Mm. because Mm. i used to be very self-conscious about the way i sound because despite living in ohio they thought i was from europe because I don't know why, but they just like, oh, so when did you move to the United States? I was born here, man. I've always been here. Yeah, exactly. And my uh, first audio interview was actually with the voice actor of Jimmy Neutron's dad. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah, it was fun, but it was terrifying. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. eventually it got better. I interview- I've interviewed a handful of people. Um... And I, I'm glad all ages the geek gave me the chance to do that. And then yeah. the in, there was something I did before the interviews that you might get a chuckle out of, hmm. and oh. that is I am part of all ages the geeks uh, D and D podcast. Ah, yeah, uh, I'm the D and D podcast. Yeah, um, it is set in the Magic the Gathering world of Theros. If you're familiar okay. with it, it's very Greek mythology yes. based. And there is a, I, an official 5e yeah, that's what we're using. Mm-hmm. That's what we're using. And I play the only cleric <laughs> who has an intelligence of five. 
He passed medical school, though. Too stupid to live, truly. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, he's, you know Kronk from Emperor's New Groove? Yes. We've yes. given him the nickname of Dr. Kronk. That's good vibes. Yeah. That's it, really good. Yeah, he's the team himbo, and yeah. his name is Tauros, and he's the Minotaur Medicus from Melitus. There you go, there you go. Yeah, but, yeah, I've had a lot of fun with Dice Sesh. I believe in August, no, yeah, yeah, I think either August or September, it's going to mark our three-year anniversary of doing the that podcast. Was a long time. Yeah. Speaking of podcasts, you know, I don't want to take up all the spotlight. Uh, unprepared casters. You talk. Hey, that's mine. That's my podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know. Let's talk about that because... Sure. I, I just... No offense, but as a fellow indie podcast person, never heard of you with the uh, Unprepared. That's fine. <laughs> that is okay. Uh, there's the thing about uh, actual play podcasts that's really interesting to me is how saturated and how oversaturated the space is. Yeah. There's a million. There's a hundred million. There's more than you could ever know about or listen to, uh, and and everyone just knows about the big ones, right? We're all yeah. we're all Critical Role fans. I think no matter what you say, <laughs> <laughs> everyone's been affected by Critical Role. Yeah. Uh, Dimension Twenty, mm-hmm. not another D and D podcast. I think that's kind of uh, Adventure Zone. I think yeah. those are like the big four, and then there's everybody. Oh, and I guess um, Dungeons and Daddies. Yeah, found its place. Wow. Yeah, it has. Uh, and then everybody else just just kind of just hang out in the space and be like, "Me too." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also playing dudes. We're the little um, indie people who uh, yeah. we look out for each other. You know, <laughs> I- I've noticed they that. Have a good time. Uh, yeah, I've I've loved making an actual play. It's been incredibly hard. <laughs> I, would, um, I bet. I would say, but we have. It's me and uh, my best friend and actual business partner now, Gus. He's yeah, I've heard of him. On like every social, if you want to go check out my bestie. Um, but we started it. Oh, it's been a year and a half now. We started wow. a year and a half ago. Um, and we've been honestly insanely successful for what we would have expected. Um, we're at almost a thousand patrons on Patreon. Oh wow! Like the the support that we've gotten from our communities has been crazy. It's been absolutely insane. Yeah, um, and I love it. It's funny that you mentioned Patreon because I not too long ago I think I can talk about this. Like I'm ninety percent sure I can. Darren, secrets? And not not secrets because <laughs> it's now public. But uh, Dice mm. actually has a Ko-Fi. Where, like, you get behind the scenes, you get to ask yeah, us yeah, questions. Yeah. That's some of your perks. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, and it is nice seeing people be like, yeah, I want to back this. You're doing good. I'm like, mm-hmm. we're actually worth something. Yeah, it's it's so weird to try and process that people are willing to, like, monetarily support yeah. your work and your content. That's I, I had to get over that really fast because <laughs> you don't you don't want to go out and be like no don't do this when people are like trying to support you and be helpful you know yeah you have to get over being like self-deprecating oh about your own trust work. me you I, I, I get that very quickly yeah, yeah I get that yeah, yeah yeah you have to just earnestly do things and I think sometimes that's really 
hard. Mm-hmm. It makes it so much better. Yeah. I'm getting better at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same. Like, I used to be real self-deprecating about the Geek and Name podcast in my work until mm-hmm. one of the founders of All Ages of Geek, and they usually mm-hmm. do the editing, too. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, uh, Will, when did you get this confident? And I'm like, I <laughs> did? Yeah, it, it sneaks up on you. It really does. Yeah. But I'm getting teary-eyed about that. So let's change the subject to something cooler. <laughs> and that is the Dungeons & Dragons movie. Honor so Among excited. Thieves. Yes! <laughs> I'm so yes. excited. Oh, so many people are being so skeptical all over my internet. Oh, and I need them that's to the worst. calm down for a little bit. Oh, but, I think it's going to be so fun. Oh, yeah, same here. And mm-hmm. I joked about something with my friends, and they <laughs> laughed at it, so I'm hoping it makes you laugh. Um, and that is, if someone complains about a specific rule, they could just hand wave it and say the movie's homebrew. Yeah, yeah. What are you going to do? There's literally <laughs> already people have done that with the, the owl bear in the trailer. I don't know how much of that discourse you've seen. Yeah, oh, I've seen, I've seen the discourse. Oh my God. But <laughs> hear, hear me out. Rule of cool. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't. Uh, <laughs> I've been excited for this movie. I was like following its production mm. for for months now. Uh, a good chunk of my TikTok has just been me talking about things that I found out about the D and D movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I felt really like precious about it. Like obviously Aww. I know it's a multi-million dollar movie that a bunch of people are gonna descend on, but I was like, this is mine. This is my <laughs> thing I'm interested in. And then the trailer came out and everyone else was like, now it's ours. It's like shit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh just that black dragon was so cool oh, on the ice no! Oh, Oh, and... Good on them for actually sticking to acid breath. I yeah, I've ever I, seen that I was happy. Yeah, same, same. Uh, another thing I am very happy about is the Chonky Dragon. Yes, I don't know what his deal is, but I love okay. him. Okay, I actually, one of my friends knows a lot of D&D lore. He is sure, sure, actually sure. the DM of um, Dice Sesh. So, hey, Lava, <laughs> shout out to you. You're a cool guy. You're a great DM, <laughs> even though you say you're not. That's a lie. Anyhow. Uh, that's all DMs, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, as a DM, yeah. Uh, but mm. the, I forget the dragon's name. It's it's Draconic, so it's a weird name. Yeah. But Long basically, he lives in the Underdark. Okay. And they were just like, hey, um, we'll give you stuff if you keep our forges lit. And he was just like, you know what? This is a good deal. Mm-hmm. And it's gotten to the point where he's just been getting more stuff. He's like, all I have to do is breathe fire, and he is now too fat to fly. Oh no! But, but like he he's fine with it. Like this is a happy life for him. He's eating like a king. Sure, sure. So it's just a little sad. It's like seeing a twenty pound cat. You know, you're like, oh, I'm sure you're happy, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, I am. One thing I'm excited about is the villain, or one of the villains at least. Hugh Grant. Yes, I am happy that the yeah. rogue's the villain. Yes. Uh, I love Hugh Grant. I was very excited to see Rogue. Uh, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a rogue man. I'm a hey. rogue apologist. Um, I was just excited to see Rogue representation at all. And then they're like, and he's the antagonist. I was like, and he's the antagonist. 
And uh, it was very exciting. Uh, you said you mainly do uh, rogues, Haley. My uh, primary home game character is a rogue, so I've been playing a rogue for almost three years. Uh, uh, and then I just kind of default to martial classes in general. Okay. So I just call myself a rogue main. Yeah, and uh, I love them. The so question. <laughs> I got a question, though. Uh, House of Dead Parents. Anyhow, <laughs> I had to make that uh, joke. My DM actually killed her parents. <laughs> <laughs> I said that they were missing and then recently uh when i briefly like my character briefly died he was like and you see your parents on the other side i was like motherfucker oh <laughs> i didn't kill them you did this <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one thing i've proud i've actually made myself proud about is i have played every single class uh, and with yeah. a different race every time it's a good checklist. It, it is, it is. Mm -hmm. um, and I think I have found my uh, favorite classes. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a cleric main, honestly, because Love a good cl cleric. clerics are terrifying. Mm -hmm. uh, and they can do anything. Yeah. They can just do anything. The Swiss Army knife. Yeah. Uh, except for if you're Tauros and you have an intelligence of five and a dexterity well, they, they, of seven. You can do anything. Yeah, yeah. then uh, you just. <laughs> He could do a lot. He could do surgery. Sure, sure. He could do wisdom. He he tries to sound philosophical and it's just ramblings. Mm -hmm. uh, but mm -hmm. uh, back to the D and D movie. I, I'm sorry, but with Hugh Grant's character, that mm -hmm. outfit, I was like, oh, that's so gaudy. Oh, look, it's Bertram Bell. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, yeah. 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 But I am happy that the critical role is going to have some Easter eggs about yeah, some of the cast. Yeah, little cameos. That's going to be nice. Yeah, Matt Mercer, bartender, or I walk. <laughs> I want to <laughs> see it. Uh, but I, I am excited. Like, the casting, I'm just like, yes, good. Female barbarian. We stand that. Michelle Rodriguez. Yes. Love her. I've been obsessed with Sophia Lillis for a while. Very excited to see her as a tiefling. Yeah. Justice Smith is incredible. Reggae Jean Page is a paladin. I will yeah. actually stand as one of the smartest casting decisions I've ever seen in my life. He's Go on. so charismatic. Oh, it's charismatic. such a good oh, choice. Oh, makes sense, yeah. Like, he just has such, like, a magnetic, like, in interviews, anytime I've ever seen him interacting, like, out of character with anyone, he's just magnetic. It's incredible to make him a paladin. That's the right choice. <laughs> yeah. so smart. Uh, the casting director knows what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And of course, Chris Pratt. Not, no, no, not Chris. Pine. Chris Pine. I, there's too many yeah, Chris's yeah. in Hollywood. There is. Uh, this is the best Chris. This yeah, is the best Chris, Chris is, is this one. Yeah, you could say it's Chris Pine playing. You know, like Edigen is his name. But I'm sorry, that's just Edgin, Chris Pine. Edgin. Edgin. Is yeah, we've seen it written out, but we haven't heard it pronounced yet. Right. But making him a bard's a great choice. Oh, it, yes, yeah. Did you, did you ever watch the Into the Woods movie? Uh, no, I did not. Guy? <laughs> um, he I am a uh, musical. Charming. Ah, yeah, I've seen people joke about that. Uh, but he does I have a great job. Ah, I have not watched Into the Woods, though I am a musical fan. Mm hmm. It, the movies, fine. Uh, but <laughs> Agony is great. <laughs> Chris Vine does a great job. As a real dramatic man ripping his shirt open on a waterfall. <laughs> really, what else could you ask? From a bard. <laughs> From That's a exactly, bard, yeah. Yeah. 
so what would you say is your favorite thing about D&D? Um, I mean, for me, at least at, at the beginning before I was like a content creator about it. Yeah. Um, it was just that it was a great dedicated way to spend time with my friends. Mm. Um, because like scheduling things is terrible, especially as an adult. So <laughs> having just a scheduled weekly, cause my home game, we met every single Thursday night for four or five hours for two years. We stuck to that. Like it was the most important part of our lives. Um, and just having that like consistency to see my favorite people and just play make-believe was great. And like, that's what made me really fall in love with playing and yeah. making D&D such a big part of my life. And now I'm a content creator about it and it takes up maybe 80% of my brain. And <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I think I have a little too much of it. Um, but like that home game is still, it, it's such a, a concentrated bit of good in my weeks. Um, yeah, I get that. It's just so endeared to me. Yeah. I, I feel that every Friday because that's when we record Dice Sesh because it's not a live stream. We edit it and then we post it up. You can listen yeah, to it like that. Ah, nice. You see, you see. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. Um, And I look forward to Friday so much. And it's gotten to a point mm -hmm. where I have played this character so much that when this boy dies or the adventure is over, <laughs> I will no longer use his dice those oh, are his yeah. dice yeah i i've done that with some characters oh. it's even um characters who i only play for unprepared casters is so weird because i'll play a character for like 12 hours and then never again mm. um but it's usually such a dramatic 12 hours uh. that i i'm just so in it right that i just have to you know that set of dice that's theirs and they're just gonna sit over there now yeah. I have a great metal dice set. Can't use it anymore. <laughs> oh, that sucks. They, they killed they killed that paladin and now oh. no one else gets to touch her dice. <laughs> did they at least die a valiant death? She did die a valiant death. There we go. I'm proud of her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, if there is now as a fellow D and D hobbyist, I could say. <laughs> You totally get this. I could spend an hour talking about my characters. Oh, yeah. And I have and do many times. Many times. Uh, uh, <laughs> I really built that space out on the internet for myself to just ramble about my characters and my games and uh, recommend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you mind if I ramble about Tauros? Oh, go for it. Oh, thank you. Uh... <laughs> So, uh, Tauros grew up in Melitus, which is basically Theros's mm -hmm. Athens. So, the place mm -hmm. of philosophers, scholars, and the only poli that does democracy. Everyone else is like a monarchy. Melitus decided, no, we should have, like, the people have their say. Because they're mm -hmm. citizens, too. And his father is a historian of the city. And upper middle class, while his mother is a war priest of Iroas, which is the mm -hmm. god of victory. And growing up, he is their only child. Mm -hmm. And they actually moved away from the land of Phoboros, which that's where you get the like savage minotaurs, because they're like, oh, we can't raise a kid here. We need a better place to live. 
So they went to Malatis and you know they look out for Taurus. Like I, I won't say they're overbearing, but once oh, they found out Taurus was adventuring and technically called him a tomb robber. Oh. <laughs> because he got wrapped up in a few things because he made the wrong turn. And but they're like, oh, you know, our son's gonna be part of the guard, just like his mother. No, he decided to be a doctor. <laughs> and good for him. Yeah, and like they expected him to fail because of his low intelligence. And he expected himself to fail, but he passed the medical exam. No one knows how. Neither does he. Vibes. Pure vibes. Yeah, pure, 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 pure vibes. vibes. Yeah. And his mother, Mergen. We we love Mergen. We stand Mergen. Because where Taurus was supposed to go was Cetessa, which is like based off of like Themyscira, mm -hmm. the Amazonians. Uh, he went to Akros, which is Sparta. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Big enemies of Melitus. Yeah. yeah, I would say. I would say. And when <laughs> when the party went back went to Melitus because Taurus was like, oh, you know, let's go to Melitus, you know, we can pick up some good supplies there. I will not be racially profiled. Uh, mm -hmm. uh so they go there and Asterios is just sitting on his porch, like smoking a pipe. He sees Taurus and he's just like, oh my boy! <laughs> Runs down. They just have like this big hug, and he's just like, son, where have you been? And Doros is just like, I can't lie to dad. I just can't. <laughs> You're just like, Acros. And his father was just like, Acros, wait till your mother hears about this. And Doros <laughs> is just like, oh no, mother. <laughs> because the mother canonically scares the leader of the group. Mm. Good. <laughs> yeah, for good reason too. And things have happened since my relatives. Like, I don't know if I can say this because I don't know if this episode's going to be out yet, but he's gone to another plane <laughs> with the party. And it's just one of those things like, hey, Taurus, are you going to tell your mom what happened? No, no, I am not. <laughs> because he is their pride and joy. He is their only child. Though, mm -hmm. so, one thing I did with Taurus is his flaws were my flaws sure yeah 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 and like i'm not lying when i say this like he make that character helped me through actually gaining confidence because toros for a while was he didn't see himself up to the standard that he saw his teammates because as the cleric, he was expected to stay in the back when really he had proficiency in heavy armor. He could be in the front lines. Right. But he's just like, all I can do is heal. I can only really attack once. Uh. Because life domain cleric. However, when he heals, he is the best healing you're going to get. Because life domain cleric. Yeah, because life yeah. domain cleric. Just That's like, oh, their whole deal. Yeah, just like, oh, you're level one here. Yeah, let me heal you a bit. You're back to max health. And, <laughs> and like some of his heals has turned the tides in battle. And he, like he has felt powerful because 
he got chosen by a god, Farika, yeah. who is the god of, you know, medicine, curing, but also disease, poison, affliction. It's like this <laughs> duality thing with Doris, because he's just like, oh, you know, I'm a nice... Uh, like, he is himbo, unless you mess with his friends. Then he's just like, hold up, sure. we're gonna have a talk. <laughs> I have 18 strength for a reason. And I'm not afraid to use all 18 on you. <laughs> right. <laughs> when you use intimidation, but use your, your strength instead of your charisma. Always uh, he has not done that. Ah, not yet. Not yet. Though he did insight, because one thing we joked about, because in the beginning, if you listen to Dices from the very beginning, you will learn Tauros misses a lot. He doesn't hit anything, <laughs> barely. So what we joked was one of his glasses lenses got cracked on his mm. adventures. And so like there's one mini arc of him trying to get new glasses. <laughs> and the it's arc important. It is. Important it it was important to him. And the way the arc ended was they got to Melitus and his father saw what happened. So he just like went to a back room, got him more glasses because it is canonical that young Taurus was just that accident prone. Yikes. <laughs> like, I like, again, this is 100% canonical. He is banned from his father's library because he knocked down a bookshelf when he was like five. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. And his dad has lots of rare books. And so like Tor's like, oh, let me help you in the library. And this was back when they went back to Maladis and his dad was just like, no, no son. I appreciate this, but no. Though there is one time Toros tried to lie. And it's a moment that makes us all laugh to this day. Because I panicked, which meant Tauros mm. panicked. Yeah. So, a lot of the party, for reasons that I will not say because of spoilers, if you ever do listen, uh, sure. got banned from Melitus. Mm. Like, okay. before the adventure started. So, one of the satyrs dressed up as a woman. And Tauros was like, okay, I'll be your husband. Mm-hmm. So they go to the gates, and the guard's like, okay, who are you? And he's just like, hey, I'm Tauros of Malatis. My family lives here. Guard's like, okay, looked at his buddy. Okay, go to the records of all the families in Malatis. Make sure Tauros is on the list. Mm-hmm. So who is this? Well, on my adventures, I have I met a beautiful satyr woman. All right, what's her name? I panicked on the name so hard. And I just said, Brunhilda! Uh-huh. And the party loses their mind laughing, and you just hear the DM just go, that's not even Greek. <laughs> no, it is not. It's, no, it's, it's Nordic. Not. It's yeah. Nordic. It's one of the most Nordic names that could have come out of your mouth. Yeah. I would say. <laughs> like, we still laugh about it to this day. We're just like, hey, Brunhilda. It's just become an inside <laughs> joke. And I, I love it that D&D can become that, you know, yeah. where you get inside jokes. Oh, yeah, just the dumbest things that keep coming up. Yeah. Always fun. Oh, yeah. So, what made you decide to make Sirens Cove, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, no, for sure. Um, so, D&D TikTok has a, like, 
sub genre and that's tavern TikTok. Oh yeah, uh, Quincy. Quincy, yeah, Quincy's Tavern. Yeah, uh, Quincy's Tavern. So much. I'm actually going to be playing with him next week at Gen Con. Oh wow, good uh, luck. Have fun. Yeah, first time I actually get to meet Quincy. I was supposed to last year and then I had to pull out of Gen Con last night because I was working in an elementary school and COVID was getting big. Ah, uh, yeah. If I get a six-year-old sick, I'm never gonna forgive myself. Anyway, so I just didn't go. Uh, but this year, I'm going, playing with Quincy, I was talking about Tavern TikTok. Tavern TikTok. Yeah. Um, the big players in that space were Quincy's Tavern, who is still mm -hmm. like, he, he incredible. I think he's at like 4 million followers now. I, I he know. He's the official barkeeper yeah. for the like D&D &D Tavern at San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. Um, he's doing incredible stuff. And then um, Too Hard the Bard, my, my buddy Jade, um, it's also really big in that space. And I was really inspired by what they were doing. And I thought, what if I did the thing that Jade's doing, except it's like a 24 hour waitress diner instead of this like really admirable old adventure who's really wise. Like what if it's just a lady? <laughs> what if it's just a lady with an accent? Um, and so that's what I did. I, I pitched the idea in a video and then Jade Too Hard the Bard commented on it and was like well i'm going to follow you and you should do that and i was like oh okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess i'm doing that then and i did and then i really really uh enjoyed it yeah and just kind of kept doing it and now jade and i uh we like work together on some stories and uh we've gotten a few people involved in some of our stuff i need to get back into like the actual storytelling but just recently moved had to yeah. get it all set back up and argue with a landlord who didn't want me to use command strips. Ugh. That was a whole thing, but I couldn't use nail. It was, ah, it was a whole thing. <laughs> it's <laughs> up now. That's good. Um, yeah, it makes me really happy because I, I, a lot of people have told me that they find a lot of like comfort in that space yeah. and that content. And uh, I can yeah. confirm that. Like, <laughs> they have been, like, I've had rough days and then Marilyn showed up and I'm just like, Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. I am actually. I'm gonna be wearing her outfit around at a uh, at con as well. I'm very excited. Uh, I, have, I haven't decided if I'm gonna wear the wig. I feel like I get a terrible headache if I tried to wear that wig for like ten hours. Maybe. We'll but, see. We'll see. Uh, I don't know if you've ever worn a wig before, but it gets old. Fast. Um. <laughs> for for my town, I play Santa Claus for the Christmas tree lighting. Mm. So yeah, I, I know mm. the wig. Yep. Yep. yep but yep. Uh, unfortunately, I can confirm I will not be at Gen Con. But maybe someday uh, in the future we'll meet face to yeah, face. It's, it's gonna be my first Gen Con, so. I'm oh hey, it. have fun. Thank you. And. Uh. Got any uh two cents to tell the listeners any words of wisdom oh what kind of two cents words of wisdom yeah uh, <laughs> just any yeah that's how i like to end it words of wisdom yeah okay just anything yeah my general life words of wisdom words to live by um everything you do do it earnestly and do it honestly and stop telling yourself and other people that the things you make aren't good because yeah. they are mm -hmm. you have to believe it first you oh. have to yeah 
Only feeling <laughs> slightly called out by that because I've been there, but I That's climbed the over that mountain. That's the of somebody who knows. <laughs> hey, but thank you for being on, Haley. Uh, my of pleasure course. to have you on. Yeah, thanks for having me. And now, everyone, again, thank you, Haley. And dear listeners, I hope you have a good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and a good night.